The truth lives. Political bombshell. Starring Rishon Blyden. Talking to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I'd like to quit. Nothing ever seems to fit. Hanging around. Nothing to do but frown. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Welcome, welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. The Monday Blues. Boy, am I feeling the Monday Blues. I don't know what happened on Sunday. I went through... I don't know what I was feeling, like... Like a depression came over me for no reason. I don't know why exactly. I don't know. No idea. But anyway, the number is 323-835-1123. PoliticalBombshow.cf I'm going to be playing a special report here that's troublesome to me because I am an Apple guy. I love Apple. I love Apple and their products. And... Uh, Apple has come under fire for allegations of controversial business practices, overcharging people for deliver for fixing um, computers. So I'll play like a five six minute uh, report. I condensed it. It was a much longer, but I won't be playing that. I'm also the, the main topic. I'm going to ask you the question as to or not ask a question. The main topic is going to be. Promises made and promises kept. How many of them have the current president made? And I'm going to probably look back on recent presidents. Because uh, i got to say in my lifetime at least, I think, I feel like this president made the most common, I mean kept most of his promises more than any other president. I could be wrong, but I'm going to try to reach into that and see what I could find. And still play some more of this Kanye West uh, stuff here. And yeah, let's get right into the news here. Um, three arrested after violence outside NYC Republican Club event. Three arrested. Let's see. How come you don't see, you don't hear about these things the opposite way around? Because you Democrats, liberals, or savages. I saw some somewhere I was when I was doing my research for the, my show prep I saw that a conservative woman she's you know against abortion and she got attacked too for no reason at all so they were having a civil conversation all of a sudden this wacko lunatic witch take the W away put the B attacked her so New York CBS News is the AP is the source of this. Three people were arrested in New York City following violent clashes after a speech by a found founder of a far right group and police say that they are reviewing videotape. According to authorities, Finbar Slonim, Kai Rosso and Khalid Perkins were taken into custody after police arrived at the Metropolitan Republican Club around 8 p.m. on Friday. The violence erupted following a speech by Gavin Nunes, 
I mean, Gavin McNett, Mc, 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 I can't pronounce his name, McLean, M-C, uh, I don't know, whatever. The founder of the male-only far-right group, the Proud Boys, who described themselves as Western chauvinists. I am disturbed and disgusted by the video I've seen of members of the neo-fascist white supremacist Proud Boys group engaging in hate-fueled mob violence of the streets of New York City. New York will not become the Charlottesville and we refuse to let actions of hateful few define our city. New York City public advocate Tish James called for additional arrests in connection to the melee and encouraged Manhattan District Attorney C.Y. Kyvance to pursue hate crime charges. Governor Andrew Cuomo issued a statement calling for further investigation into the violence. Hate cannot and will not be tolerated in New York, the statement read. So, yep, they always left on the left, always talk about we are tolerant. Tolerant my black behind, tolerant my butt talks. <laughs> okay. Aaron Lewis had sexual relationship with H.S. quarterback? A high school quarterback? Whoa, whoa, whoa. New York Post says he does look a little fruity here. I'm looking at his picture. All right, don't talk about the dead that way. Stop being insensitive. Okay. Aaron Lewis had sexual relationship with H.S. quarterback. The NFL star turned killer Aaron Hernandez hid a longtime sexual relationship with his high school quarterback, according to a new report that also said the troubled late footballer was physically and sexually abused as a youngster. Under their Connecticut School's Friday Night Lights, Bristol Central High School tight end Hernandez and quarterback Dennis Sansuisi formed an unstoppable duo on the field. And while off the field, they also engaged in an on-and-off romance carefully shield, shielded from the public view, Sansu told the Boston Globe. Me and him were very much into trying to hide what we were doing. We didn't want people to know, Sansui told the paper. Hernandez, who committed suicide behind bars in 2017 after which rumors of homosexuality surfaced, had a feminine way about him that his father, Dennis Hernandez, abhorred the paper said. The, vi the volatile dad was quick to discipline his son for not appearing masculine enough, according to Hernandez's brother, Jonathan. F-word was used all the time in the house. Not F, you know, like, 
the derogatory word to call a gay guy was used in the house all the time, Johnson told the Globe. All the time, standing, talking, acting, looking, it was the furthest thing my father wanted you to know, even in our household. This was not acceptable to him. I remember Aaron wanted to be a cheerleader, Jonathan recalled. My cousins were cheerleaders and amazing, and I remember coming home and, like my dad, put an end to that really quick, and it was not okay. My dad made it clear that he had a definition of a man, a father, the father a deceased public school janitor who lived vigorously through his son's athletics beat the boys fiercely when he beat the, beat the boys fiercely when they didn't live up to his expectations Johnson said Johnson threatened to call the cops when the dad was wailing on him and Hernandez and the father called his bluff and dad's response was call them and he handed me the phone and he said, I'm going to beat you even harder, you and you, your brother, and they're going to have to pull me off of you when they knock the door down. Wow, what a piece of work. What a father of the year, huh? As an adult, Hernandez confided in Jonathan that he had been sexually molested as a young boy. Though the brother declined to go into more detail, one of Aaron's criminal defense lawyers, George Le Leon Tried, also said Hernandez confided in him about being sexually abused. Wow. Tough, tough, tough stuff. Tough stuff there. Father in the a-hole. Again? Again? Thousands line up for zero down payment subprime mortgages. I don't want to get involved in that. In fact, Thursday I'm supposed to meet with my realtor and take a look at some houses and I'm gonna talk ask her about this, about these these uh subprime mortgages. I don't want a subprime mortgage. Maybe she's not the one to talk to actually I should talk to my mortgage bank about that. I probably think I will because I don't want to get in to a subprime mortgage no I really don't that's the last thing I want so uh, be careful for things like that American flag torched American flag torched I don't like I don't want to read stuff like this this angers me uh, I don't want to read it uh, Austrian politician Convicted of libel for accusing man of sexual harassment. It's about they still need to do it. It's about time. And then, like I said, I, I, you know how I feel about about um, women who, well, I didn't actually not just women, just anyone in general who uh, who lie about sexual allegations. It's not right. You you destroy lives and families and everything. So it's not good. In a, in a setback of the Globe hashtag Me Too movement, a former member of Austria's 
Parliament was convicted this month of libel against a man she publicly accused of sexually harassing her on Facebook. In an unprecedented case, a judge at the Regional Court in, for Criminal Matters in Vienna, Vienna, Vienna ruled that the Green Party politician Sir Grid Mara libeled the owner and yeah I'm glad did she, how much did she do any time though let's see going down does she do any time and um they're appealing I guess she's forced to pay 3500 and fines and $4,600 in compensation it needs to be even stiffer than that I mean it's a start but it's not good enough because you ruin people's lives when you make up lies like that you do bear spray bloody brawls and Antifa attacks law and order in Portland Antifa their thugs I don't want to read about them because I'm going to get angry and I'm going to have to beat myself out. Bloomberg stops in New Hampshire. Don't get out of my state. But it's not my state. I want it to be. I love it there. Bloomberg's New Hampshire event fuels White House bid talk. I don't care about Bloomberg. I don't. I don't care about you. I don't care about you. There's a million things I'd rather do. Brazil's military poised to amass power after three decades well let's see here brexit deal hangs in the balance as monday deadline in doubt i hope it uh, you know i don't understand they fought so hard to get out of the, the eu cut ties all the way what are you waiting for what are you waiting for what are you waiting for the cops say father tries to attack son with a chainsaw, but son runs him over with the oh with a mower. Oh my goodness! Wow. Uh, a 76-year-old tries to attack his son with a chainsaw. Son runs him over with a lawnmower. Did I, I'm guessing that killed him. It must be a big lamb. Let's see. Tennessee. This was in Tennessee. A Tennessee man lost. Oh no, wow, wow, what a, what a family bunch this is. So a, a Tennessee man lost one of his legs after his son trying to fend off the 76-year-old man who attacked him with a chainsaw drove over the older man with a lawnmower, according to Sullivan County Sheriff's Office. The father identified as Douglas Fur. Ferguson of Bristol now faces a charge of attempt second-degree murder according to the Bristol Herald Courier. See you idiot. Now you can get charged for second-degree murder and you lost a leg. You brought it on yourself, old man. You brought it on yourself. The incident happened June 28th, but because of the severity of the injury, authorities weren't able to serve the arrest warrant until Tuesday. Wow. He brought them himself. What's going on today with all these Father of the Year stories? Wow. Okay, let's continue on. 
Does Harvard discriminate against Asians? I think so. They might be. They might be. A lawsuit accusing a lawsuit accusing Harvard University of discriminating against Asian American applicants is slated to go to trial on Monday. Boston, a lawsuit challenging the use of race of as a factor in the U.S. college admission will go on trial in Boston Monday when Harvard University is scheduled to face accusations that it discriminates against Asian Americans applicants. The lawsuit backed by the Trump administration could eventually reach the Supreme Court given the newly cemented five-member conservative majority the chance to bar the use of affirmative action to help minority applicants get into college. Good. We don't, it's not fair. It's used as a weapon. It's not, it's not, it's not used in the way it was intended to be used. So, I'm good. Good, let's get it out of there. Get it on out. Oh, you a house negro, ain't you, boy? You a house negro for the mass of Trump. F out of here. Okay, um, double trouble, a double trouble, Brexit deal hangs in the balance, blah, 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 don't care, especially violent weekend for Israel, especially violent for Israel, Netanyahu threatens very painful blows against Hamas, fake news or chilling message, disappearance, Divides. Oh, let's see. Let's get ready to rumble. Dubai. Some Saudis are threatening Turkish allegations that, well, okay, I wasn't going to play this, go to the soundbite, but because because I'm reading, going to read this story now, I might as well go to the soundbite on that. So let's, um, Oh, give me a second. Let me just search through my um. Da, 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 give me a second. Okay, we're gonna go to song by seventy six. The president he's talking about what Saudi Arabia was accused of. So let's play that sound bite. I will be calling at some point King Solomon. Tell I'll be speaking to him. Yes, pretty soon. Well, I can't tell you, but I, I will say that they are looking very hard and fast. And not only us, uh, a lot of people are looking to find out because it it is potentially a really, really terrible situation. So we'll see what happens. But this is a uh, serious problem. Okay, so that's President Trump talking about the serious problem of Saudi Arabia. And then Saudi Arabia, they issue, they say this, let's... uh. Go, give me a second here. Let's go to that soundbite. Well, Maria, uh, very clearly, this is a gruesome allegation um, that the Saudi government was involved uh, in the slaying or alleged slaying of uh, Mr. Khashoggi. But again, it's still just an allegation at that point. I still uh, subscribe to the theory of innocent until proven guilty. Um, and unless and until we see this incontrovertible evidence that the Turkish government says that they have, I think we should 
uh, certainly proceed cautiously in this area. Listen, I understand um, if it is true, we need to take some punitive action against Saudi Arabia, but cutting off ties or ending arms deals uh, with uh, an ally in the Middle East only creates a vacuum for our adversaries there. Uh, Saudi Arabia may be a tenuous ally, but they are still an ally in the most volatile region uh, in the world. And they've been an important counterweight to the actions of our true adversaries like Iran and Syria and even Russia in that region. So we need to move carefully here. I trust that um, President Trump and Secretary of State Pompeo and um, Ambassador Bolton and others will get the information they need to, to fairly evaluate this and determine what sort of diplomatic actions need to be taken against Saudi Arabia, but we need to, we need to be very careful here. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. We need to be very careful. They're, uh, they're a good ally, and um, we need to proceed with caution. We need to, let me take, pull, put my ring or t my ringtone down here. We need to proceed with caution because we don't want to alienate an ally. Now, we need the evidence, you know, innocent until proven guilty. We don't say guilty until proven innocent. That's not how we work here. So we need the evidence to find out if, if they're innocent or guilty. And so, okay, now that I got that out of the way, now let's, um, now let's read uh, what I was about to before I played that. Some Saudis are threatening Turkish allegations that prominent journalists... Jamal Khashoggi was killed in their country's consulate. And uh, they're saying that it's fake news. So we'll see what happens. But they're threatening. They're, they're getting very, I don't know. Don't know that, what that means. Don't know how, how, to, how to frame that. So anyway, um. Florida officials fear death toll will rise because of the hurricane. Let's see. Let's see. Have you been any? Is anyone listening from Florida? Are you? Is everyone okay there? Right now, the death toll of the hurricane Michael hits 18, but expect it to rise dramatically as search and rescue crews look for 2,100 stranded or missing people. So hurricanes are no joke. They really aren't. Our hearts and prayers go out to Florida. For those without much, Hurricane Michael creates hardships. And it's true. I've been there before, believe me. Not Florida. I'm talking about as far as a hurricane creating hardship. Hurricane Hugo come to mind when we lost our place in St. Thomas. The whole roof was blown off. Everything was just damaged and just a waste. So I definitely could relate. Definitely. German press claims Kashabi is a what? A spook? What is? What does this mean? Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, Germany press. Germany press reveals Saudi spook saga behind Kashabi disappearance. So uh, Germany's leading right of center daily die well this morning reveals that Kasagi was not a journalist but a high-level operative for the Saudi intelligence service and in 
intimate of Osama bin Laden and the nephew of the shadiest of all Arab arms dealers, the infamous Andin Kashabi, John Bradley reported last week in The Spectator that Kashabi, who allegedly met a grizzly and in Saudi consulate in, uh, that's a lot going on here. I don't even know where to begin with this. I'm not, this is just a lot, a lot going on. I don't know what to believe. And the truth is what sets you free. So I want to get all of the proof and then I can make a determination. You know, so it's very, very, uh, very difficult, very difficult indeed to uh, make a determination without all the proof. I mean, how can you make a determination if you don't have proof? How? It's not, it's not possible. It really is impossible to make a determination without proof. It really isn't. I mean, you can say what you want, but the proof, the truth shall set you free. And in this case, we need evidence. We need evidence to, um, we need evidence. We really need evidence. That's, that's the only thing that will set us, set us to the truth. There's nothing else that can. So um, hopefully we get to the truth soon. And hopefully um, we can find out what happened. So um, what else, what else, what else, what else? What else? Let's see. Mm, let's see here. <laughs> oh boy. Global emergency, Al Gore says. He says, Jet stream getting loopier and wavier, so we have a global emergency. Former Vice President Al Gore declared that scientists predicted hurricane consequences of climate change and warned that they're going to get worse still until we stop using the Earth's atmosphere to open up the sewer. Gore was reacting to this. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
You're a ball of fire. Shut up. Good damn about your ball of fire. Shut your mouth. Oh, let's see what else we got here. Honduran group treks north. I don't know who group that is. More migrants. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's not even get into them. How Secret Service foiled ISIS assassination plot. All right, let's see what this is all about. This is from the Daily Beast. And in November, in, why are we going to 1996? In November 1996, President Clinton visited Manila for the Asia Pacific Economic Corporation. For, okay, I don't see what this has to do with anything. 21 years later, there was a plot against President Trump's life in Manila, a shocking fact revealed in the United States Secret Service on the front line, a two-hour special airing on the National Geographic Channel Sunday night. I missed that. That for the first time provides viewers with a behind-the-scenes glimpse of the workings of the Secret Service and the complex measures that they too they do to protect the President of the United States. President Trump, codenamed Mogul, was due to arrive in the Boston city to meet Philippine President Rodrigo de Duarte and the other South Asian leaders at the Asian 50 Summit in November 2017. Chad Reagan, a special agent in the President Protection Division, was a Secret Service agent in charge for the trip. The Secret Service comprises four main teams, Protective Intelligence, Uniform Division, Protective Operation and Investigations. The Protective Operation Team includes those in the Inner Circle. Okay, um, we'll get to, get to it if, so, so if that weren't enough, Special Agent Gibson and her team learned that ISIS operative is somewhere in downtown Manelia and is targeting President Trump and 20 minutes before touchdown the Secret Service still isn't sure where the ISIS operative is what is going on proactively to track this guy down Special Agent Reagan is seen shouting into the phone I need an update now Special Agent Gibson and her fellow PIC Agents soon tracked down the ISIS operative to Luenta Park, about a mile north of the President's Hotel, where the suspect is reportedly convening with an associate. The, in, the inform, they informed Special Agent Reagan, and he informed the Philippines National Police who officers swarmed the park and apprehended the suspects. Crisis averted. So, well done 
for our for our uh, special agents there. They averted an incident that could have gone really wrong, really bad, and really fast. Kamala Harris to campaign for the first time. Don't know and don't care. Don't know and I don't care. I just don't care. Kennedy-esque close-up comparison of O'Rourke stumps for Kennedy. May faces a backlash over compromise. Mayor defends non-intervention. Men real victims? Hashtag him too gains attack attention. Huh, now let's read this. I think this is a good thing because I bet you before I could read this it's about about fake allegations. I could already know. Men as the real victims after Kavanaugh hashtag him too gains attention. Washington AFP story. The notion that it is dangerous to be an American man in the hashtag MeToo era took off doing the angry debate over Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, but tossing more fuel on to the fire were the sarcastic tirade from Donald Trump. I don't think it was, I think it's hilarious. One on the day, I was just. Still had that soundbite. On the day Kavanaugh was sworn in as ju- the junior justice to the high court. Uh, let's see here. As he was sworn in, Hanson's mother posted a message on social media network comparing the plight of the j- jurist to had vigorously denied allegations of sexual allegations to the dating challenges facing her 32-year-old son under the hashtag him too. She said her son was refusing to go on solo dates due to the current climate of false sexual allegations by radical feminists with an axe to grind. It's true. I I agree with that. Hashtag him too. It's too bad it came to that, but I definitely understand it. It's understandable, that's for sure. By the way, I um, I upgraded my uh, Comcast internet. I wanted because I'm always, you know, uploading videos and music. When I used to do music, I still still upload music anyway, and my shows, and it was just kind of just too slow. So I upgraded and. Angers me first of all because number not it the Comcast I have a message and I I took a uh, you know a screenshot of it it said the earliest appointment we have is today at seven between what is it seven thirty p.m. which is Monday that's today so I'm sleeping yawning in my in my bed on Sunday there's a knock on the door it's Comcast I was like what are you doing here are you kidding me. He was like, well, this is the appointment. I was like, let me show you the screenshot. I mean, it wasn't the poor guy's fault. I mean, you know, when they asked me to rate his um, 
to rate his work. I'm I'm gonna give him a good rating, but in comments I'm gonna gonna let them know that whoever took the appointment, they're the ones who screwed up. But the the um, the internet is lightning fast now, much faster. I went from 250 whatever mm whatever BS whatever it is to a thousand, so that's pretty impressive. And um, the modem is a lot smaller, so it, I like it. I like it. It's it's, it's good. But I just didn't understand why he showed up the 14th when the appointment was for the 15th. But like I said, he was a nice tech. He understood my frustration. So that's all right. Merkel allies suffer historic election losses. Good. Don't be an ally with, with her. She is Hitler in a skirt. Skirt. Skirt, 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 skirt. Uh-oh. Michael Bubil. I don't even know who he is. Quitting music after his son's cancer battle. So I don't even know who he is. I don't. I'm sure I'm sure I'm mispronouncing his last name. Okay. Nepal blocks twenty-five thousand websites in porn ban. We need to do that here seriously in the United States. We need to put a porn ban here. Cause like I said, I've done shows in the past. Porn is bad. It's really bad. Let's see here. This is only a start. Nepal blocks twenty-five thousand websites in porn ban. You know, I, I, I don't blame them. I really don't. I really, really and truly don't. I don't blame them one iota. Iota. You got it. Iota. Beware. The Pope says, beware. Well-mannered demons. Paul shows Biden leads crowded field. I want him to lead because he, he won't win. You will not win. Saudi Arabia vows retaliate if punished over mission critic. I read into that already. Skateboards into rally. Skateboard into a rally. Oh, O'Rock, O'Rock, or whatever. Care? I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. I don't give two crap. Nervous Demps asks, could election day disaster strike again? I think it can. Trump rally blitz. Nervous Dem asks, yeah. Liberal wish list could bite. A liberal wish list could bite what? Bite them in the buttocks. Bite them in the buttocks. The buttocks, the buttocks, the buttocks, the buttocks, the bite them in the buttocks. Okay, I'm getting a little bit silly. Silly Billy. Silly, silly Billy. Silly, silly Billy. Okay, so when I get back, I'm going to unleash upon the sound bites right after these messages. I see trees of green at the North Pole. What about Santa? Where will he go? And I think to myself, what a horrible world. I see seas of blue over Times Square, huge hurricanes. 
and nobody cares and I think to myself what a horrible world the threat of global warming so scary to recite it's coming for your children and time is flying by I see friends wringing hands saying what can we do that's when I tell them stop being you cause if we don't do something now like tear down your homes we'll suffer more than we've ever known and I think to myself what a horrible world Yes, America, you've made it such a horrible world. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tipper. Hey, Al. Is it warm in here or is it just me? Oh, it's warm. Global warming happens so fast. Global warming, how long will it last? Global warming, so good for me. May help you win the presidency. Summer days hot as a blaze. Go see my movie on a hot summer night. Hell, hell, hell. Hey, Al Gore, hey, Al Gore. How long will it last? Hey, Al Gore, hey, Al Gore. Are you full of gas? So drive a hybrid, do as I say. Before the glaciers all melt away. Everyone does except for me. And your friends, the Kennedys. Summer days hot as a blaze. Go see my movie on a hot summer night. Tickle me emo! Stop! Uh, that hurts me. <laughs> Tickle me emo is the tortured, angst-ridden teen cousin of Elmo. And boy, is he sad. But don't take our word for it. Squeeze his hand and let Tickle me emo tell you himself with one of 13 pre-recorded emo sayings. If life is so fair, why do roses have thorns? <laughs> No God. You hear me? No God. Why don't you giggle and shake and stuff? Oh, he will. Just pull a string. Nobody understands what I'm going through, especially you. Tickle Me Emo is just like a real emo kid. Super sensitive and oh so dramatic. I hate you, too. You're not the only one with issues. Be careful not to leave Tickle Me Emo alone for too long. I hurt myself to feel alive. 
Tickle Me Emo, available at Hot Topics everywhere. Oh, welcome back. Hi, how are you? This rainy Monday. Rainy Monday. Okay, let's get into some sound bites. Get this done. So let's start off with sound bite number 74. Devin Nunes talking about Gaudi. Let's get it. Where is this? Hold on, give me a second here. Da, 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 74. All right, here we go. Well, what he's really talking about there is that Trey Gowdy believes that he has been told multiple times by the Department of Justice that Donald Trump, President Trump, is not a target of this investigation. He believes that he's been told that multiple times. And so he comes to the conclusion, well, if they were only going after Russians, if the FBI was only going after Russians and Donald Trump's not a target of this investigation, then what is all this about? True. And so the mainstream media continues to ignore that piece that Mr. Gowdy, I think, has clearly said now on multiple occasions, but was very clear about it last week, and that President Trump is not a target of this investigation in his own mind. Now, you have to remember that Mr. Gowdy loves the FBI and the Department of Justice. I think all Americans want to have a good Department of Justice and FBI doing their job. And if they're targeting Russians or Chinese or what have you, that's what we expect them to do. However, the challenge we have in this is that they actually targeted a political campaign that was Donald Trump. And that's where I think that even though Mr. Gowdy believes that the president's not a target of this investigation, his campaign is, and I think that's where the challenge occurs. Agreed, it's true. It's true. So, I mean, what are they, why are they targeting the campaign? They're supposed to be going after the Russians that was infiltrating. So, the whole thing stinks. It really does. Um, I don't even know if we'll ever really get to the bottom of anything or not. But, um, he continues. Let's, uh, Move on to the next soundbite here. For a year, we've been waiting, almost a year now, we've been waiting for documents from the Deputy Attorney General. So Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein could provide all the documents, all the information that we need this week. I'm guessing that many people that don't want this out went to the White House and had a meeting and told the President a bunch of things that weren't true, uh, like things about scaring that our allies don't want this out, which is a ridiculous statement. I mean, how would the allies even know what's in a FISA warrant? Right. So I think the president got a little spooked on this, then turns it over, says he's going to have the IG look at it. Uh, but look, there's we're really, we've worked so hard to get this information out to the American people. We want full transparency here on, a, on all the matters. Right. So there's 20 pages of the rest of the content of the FISA that we want out. And why this is so important is because this gets to the insurance policy that remember ah, struck and page yes, we're talking yes. about we believe this was the insurance policy yeah i don't like the fact that the president said that he was gonna declassify it and all of a sudden now it's not going to be declassified so i think he maybe he did get spooked people went to him and said stuff so yeah i agree with um with nunez there i don't like I don't like it. I want to see the transparency in this. I want to see it. I really do. All right, so Trump, he's talking in the next bite here about Saudi Arabia, about uh, the allegations that they 
had that guy killed. I can't think of his name right now. But uh, that's what this the next soundbite is about. I will be calling at some point King Solomon. Tell us I'll what be that speaking to him. Yes, pretty what soon. Be like? Well, I can't tell you, but I, I will say that they are looking very hard and fast. And not only us, uh, a lot of people are looking to find out because it it is potentially a really, really terrible situation. So we'll see what happens. But this is a uh, serious problem. And a serious problem it is. It's I agree. But um, Saudi Arabia, they uh, they don't like that. They don't like that. If that's a threat. They perceive that to be a threat. So they're responding to that not very kindly. Not very kindly at all. Well, Maria, uh, very clearly, this is a gruesome allegation uh, that the Saudi government was involved uh, in the slaying or alleged slaying of uh, Mr. Khashoggi. But again, it's still just an allegation at that point. I still uh, subscribe to the theory of innocent until proven guilty. Um, and unless and until we see this incontrovertible evidence that the Turkish government says that they have, I think we should uh, certainly proceed cautiously in this area. Listen, I understand um, if it is true, we need to take some punitive action against Saudi Arabia, but cutting off ties or ending arms deals uh, with uh, an ally in the Middle East only creates a vacuum for our adversaries there. Uh, Saudi Arabia may be a tenuous ally, but they are still an ally in the most volatile region uh, in the world. And they've been an important counterweight to the actions of our true adversaries like Iran and Syria and even Russia in that region. So we need to move carefully here. I trust that um, President Trump and Secretary of State Pompeo and um, Ambassador Bolton and others will get the information they need to, to fairly evaluate this and determine what sort of diplomatic actions need to be taken against Saudi Arabia, but we need to, we need to be very careful here. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's true. We need to be very careful here, and um, hopefully they did not have, have him killed, but uh, I don't know. There's a lot, lots going on. Don't jump to any conclusion. Get all the facts in your hands. So you can make a informed, um, informed decision. So um, let's get into some of this Kanye stuff again. Um, so I'm just gonna recap um, his speech, a little quick recap of Kanye's speech, just to, so you could refresh your memory what he said. You know, they tried to scare me to not wear this hat, my own friends, but this hat, it gives me, it gives me power in a way. When I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. If he don't look good, we don't look good. This is our president. He has to be the freshest, the flyest, the flyest planes. But I love this guy right here. Let me give this guy. I love this guy right here. Okay. So that sets set off a media storm, firestorm. And uh, let's, let's start with Mr. Don Lemon. I call him Lemon, because he sucks, that's why. So let's start with this punk, this punk, this punk, 78 punk. All right, this is what he, 
on CNN, in case you don't know, because I know many of us, like myself, don't watch that network, so what, he's on the failing network, the fake news network. I Wolf, I listen, I, don't, there, I have no animosity for um, Kanye West. What I saw was a minstrel show today. Him in front of all of these white people, mostly white people, embarrassing himself and embarrassing Americans, but mostly African Americans. It was so hard to watch. Him sitting there being used by the President of the United States. This was an embarrassment. Kanye's mother is rolling over in her grave. I spoke to one of her friends today, or texted with one of her friends today from Chicago, Donda's friends. I used to live there. I know him. She said, Donda would be would would be embarrassed by this. She would be terribly disturbed by this. And he needs a father figure. He needs someone to help him and to guide him. And he needs a hug more than anything. Kanye, back away from the cameras, go get some help, and then come back and make your case. Okay, so th there's the the lemon talking. Which side note, he has a white boyfriend. So it's funny how he's how he categorizes the white folks, where he you're in bed sleeping with a white man. So let me just throw that out there. I saw the pictures. Okay, so let's see here. Da, da, da. So here, here we go. They continue on. There's more comments about Kanye West on the failing network there. This is such a blitzkrieg of blathering ignorance on one level. And I say this as a man who loves Kanye West, who admires his genius, and who considers him a friend. This is the kind of conversation that would typically be held between people wearing hospital bracelets. There is a deep sense of betrayal among people who follow hip-hop and rap. This was a giant, shiny object in the Oval Office wearing a red hat. That but was if you think you're bonkers. going to get... Uh, uh, a thoughtful play-by-play -play and political analysis you're not because that was an assault on our White House. Then why give it all this hype? Why fan the flames of the foolish? And it's not okay what happened here. Okay, it is not. They're freaking out. Can I tell you why they're freaking out? Because they're afraid. They know that Kanye, he's very popular, influential, and he can potentially have more blacks. I mean, the last time there was, was 8% of blacks voted for Trump and I think it's going to go even higher. I know it is because we can see that he is actually helping the black community unlike Obama. So I could definitely see, uh, see more blacks jumping ship. Jumping ship. Okay, let's see. Let's see, I think, let's see, I just, what did I just play here? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, there's some more blasting. Jeez. Okay, so let's play this clip here. There's, there's yet again CNN blasting him even more. These, of all of the, the things they said, these were the most uh, outrageous things that they said there. I was appalled by these things. 
Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, and, and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it. He's all of a sudden now the, the, the model spokesperson. He's, he's the token Negro of the, of the Trump administration. This is ridiculous. And no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. He clearly has issues. Okay, so now it's fine for them to call, to call Kanye a Negro. But now, let me play a clip from an NFL legend who was appalled and is calling for Mr. Lemon to be fired. So uh, he was appalled by what, what he said there. And I can't blame him for being appalled. It was appalling. Well, you know, I was really appalled. I was appalled because I thought, I thought it was insulting. I thought it was bullying, and I, I was bullied as a little kid. And, you know, it, it's strange because I said, if you look at the segment, I said, what if they had Andy, Andy, uh, Andy Cooper, Andy, uh, Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper doing that segment, laughing as uh, Don Lemon did? It would have been a total reaction. But uh, Don Lemon is laughing, and I said, that is nothing to laugh at. That is something that they said. I thought it was degrading. And, uh, you know, whether uh, Kanye has something to say or not, he has his right to speak when they're always talking about freedom of speech. You know, first of all, I think what the media have gotten wrong altogether, they forgot to respect the White House. Yeah, and I think that's the main thing that that first started out. They got to respect the White House. I think people have not not taken it already to say Donald Trump is the president of the United States. You got to respect that. And then I think the thing they got wrong next is to use words like that. And, uh, and think that that's okay. Well, it's not okay because I said, you look at the people that was on that segment, and I said, that is not right to do. It's not right, and I think something needs to be done. They haven't been but, disciplined or anything. But at the same time, uh, they, they forgot about to talk about it. You have not seen CNN talk about it anymore. They totally dropped it, went on to something that he said in the White House. And, I, and my next question I said is, at least he's doing something. My mom always said, if you got nothing good to say, say absolutely nothing. This is true. It was quite appalling. It really was. Of course, they're not gonna do anything. They're not gonna fire him. They're probably gonna give him a promotion or give him a heavy, heavy bonus. So um, we also have someone now, a Hispanic guest on, on Don Lemon's show, and and he's he's uh, eviscerating him. He's eviscerating him. I li- listen to what um, he had to say about about all of this. Yeah, you know, Don, uh, you said that this meeting was embarrassing. I think, quite frankly, what's embarrassing is the condescension that you've shown to Kanye West, someone who I think is a brave and independent thinker, a, a creative genius. Uh, does he speak in a different vernacular? Of course he does. Like a lot of artists, uh, it's a vernacular I don't necessarily always understand, but I do understand that he's a great thinker. Uh, and for you uh, and a lot of your guests to dismiss him as a, quote, token Negro and to question his mental stability when you're not doctors, when you haven't examined him, I think is really unfortunate. And it's, exam- it's an example, unfortunately, that is all too common on the left, which is liberals when a minority doesn't toe the party line. Now, uh, to Charles's point about does this president care about minorities, let me tell you my personal experience with him in that very same Oval Office without cameras present. Uh, all he wanted to know about for me is, 
what can I do for the Hispanic community? What can we do for growth in your community? I said, well, one thing you can do right now, let's send a tweet. And then let's talk about more long-term things that we can do about the community. So he absolutely cares whether the camera's on or off. Uh, but Kanye West is a person who speaks from the heart. You call it a rant. You always say this in your Chiron. You editorialize. Uh, it's not a rant to me. And as a matter of fact, it was inspirational. I don't find him unstable. I find him creative. Uh, I find him inspiring. And in that room, you had three people, an amazing artist, an amazing athlete, and an amazing builder, all saying, what can we do in the political process to make the prosperity and security of America broader? Uh, into mm. minority communities. That's right. a great yeah, thing finish. for this country. Jim Brown, Kanye please West, finish. Donald Trump are visionaries. They are great men trying to help this country. Yep. And all he, all he could say is, please finish, please finish. He's he's a he's a piece of crap. Please finish. You're you're a fool. You're a fool. You're not a lemon. You're a lime. It's Don Lime. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. So yeah, I think that was pretty much it for the um for the Kanye uh show. <laughs> it's quite a bit of sound bites. Quite a bit of sound bites. Um so um now let's get into uh to something that I find very disturbing. I'm gonna play well actually let's just take a break and uh play the report which is about six minutes so after after the report is played, it's about six minutes, I'll come back and talk about that because I think it's very, very sad if if the Apple stores are practicing, you know, uh, overcharging for repairs and trying to talk you out of it. So let's play that and then we'll come back and discuss that. I feel like you're trying to get out of bounds. I go hard. I go if I was off, I would not have gotten this far. I go hard. I go hard. I go hard. I'm familiar. Yes, you are. I say sit down, everybody. And they don't sit down. They refuse to sit down. They don't sit down. Sit down, everybody. And they don't sit down. They refuse to sit down. They don't sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. have suggested that you refuse to release your tax returns because of your extreme privacy concerning your hobbies. Yes. So, can you confirm or deny this list of personal pastimes? Uh, yeah, I guess so. The fingerboarding, Minecraft, podiatry, hacky sack, balloon animal, breeding cat, crossfit, waste of time, coloring, doing Zumba, water polo, playing too. Of time. While you're sequencing the entire human genome, waste of time. Cytosine, waste of time. Guanine, waste of time. Adenine, waste of time. Thymine, waste of time. All the means, waste of 
Austria Cause now we friends with the North Korea Now I ain't playing with no nuclear Cause now we friends with the North Korea Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead Nuclear bomb with a couple Kims on my arms Wearing our Hawaiian shirts, we got the palms on the arms He said, I can tell you rock, come on play the guitar Far as bombs, you got a lot, I think they cause too much harm Am I wrong? But I'm looking for some peace, you agree, yeah My Twitter told me I can sing that's better than Bieber Bieber, Korean leader, hold up I gotta take down all my explosives Okay, get your peace, but then we get some drinks I pull up in the tank, they all got up in We all went to Din, and then I had to pay If you're fucking with this Kim, then you better be paid You know why? Take too much to trust you From what I heard you don't pee or poop her. My best friend said you used to fuck with Russia I don't care what none of y'all say I still love ya Now I ain't playing with no nuclear Cause now we friends with the North Korea Now I ain't playing with no nuclear Cause now we friends with the North Korea Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead 18 years, 18 years, we got real good wigs They last for 18 years, I know somebody paying child support for one of his wigs I heard Obama think he dance moves better than this You would see him on the TV, any given Sunday But I won the vote, now I run the country Supposed to run the USA, with your money And now we in Korea getting drunk on your money We walking around looking like Mike Cole with your money Should've got that short Lil Trump with your money, money If you ain't no punk, all in North Korea North Korea Got friends in North Korea now And when we shaking hands, we got peaceful lands 18 years, 18 years And in 2018, we made a deal for peace Now I ain't playing with no nuclear Cause now we friends with the North Korea Now I ain't playing with no nuclear Cause now we friends with the North Korea Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands Shake hands now, go ahead now we're friends in North Korea, baby, we got peace You don't wanna do to nuke who doesn't pull or pee You go out to war, Rocket Man, yeah, you all got beef There's countries in the world that think we all crazy But while you're friendly, watch him He gon' make it to the moon out of the rocket He got that ambition, Kanye, look at his eyes This week he's shaking hands, next week he got spies So, stick by his side I know this dude's ballin' and yeah, that's nice And they gon' keep tweeting, lying, but you stay right, girl And when you piss him off, he'll send a nuke to the whole world Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands. Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands. Shake hands now, go ahead, shake hands. Shake hands now, go ahead. Here's a guarantee that I've made. If you have insurance that you like, then you will be able to keep that insurance. If you've got a doctor that you like, you will be able to keep your doctor. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your health care plan, you can keep your health care plan. It's a very simple declarative statement that was said over and over again. But now, in fact, for about 15 million Americans who have individual health insurance, that's not true. CBS News confirms more than 2 million Americans have been told they cannot renew their current health insurance policies. We said from the start uh, that uh, well, 
that it was going to be important uh, for us to be consistent in saying to people, if you can have your, if you want to keep the health insurance you got, you can keep it. That you're not going to have anybody getting in between you and your doctor in your decision making. And I think that some of the provisions that got snuck in uh, might have violated that pledge. So if you're getting one of these letters, just shop around in the new marketplace. That's what it's for. Welcome back. So that's a bad, um, bad, bad practice. If this is happening widespread. So if any of you have had this happen to you, please do give us a call. 323-825-1123 so we can talk about it. It's a very bad thing. And I love Apple products, like I said, but you can't be uh, overcharging by crazy. They want to charge the guy $1,200 or more. And when all it was was a bent pin. So it's not good, not good at all. Okay, so let's get into what I really want to talk about, and that's about promises made and promises kept. So I'm going to, I'm going to uh, go down the line it's quite a bit. So it says here, while presidents kept some of of the most famous campaign promises, they also break quite a few. Donald Trump seems to be doing a pretty good job of keeping his. But how do former presidents, including Trump predecessor Barack Obama, compare? According to USA Today, political scientists say that the candidates usually at least try to keep their campaign promises. 538 concurs. Nothing that noting that when presidents abandon specific campaign promises they usually do so for reasons that have more to do with changing circumstances than a lack of principles so let's um start off with woodrow president woodrow wilson he's the 28th president and his promise that he broke when he said he kept us out of war so uh Woodrow Wilson won re-election in 1916 with the slogan, he kept us out of war, but he wasn't able to keep the promise that the slogan implied, okay, because uh, on April, April 2nd, 1917, he asked Congress for a declaration of war on Germany. So Herbert Hoover, 31st president, he promised that the promise that he broke was a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. Yeah, that, that seemed like a outrageous uh, campaign promise. Franklin D. Roosevelt, he's the 32nd president, and promise he broke when he said, We are spending altogether too much money for government services which are neither practical nor necessary. So, uh, John F. Kennedy, 35th president, he said, promised that he broke when he said that he would eventually close the missile gap. Did not happen. Lyndon Johnson, 36th president, promised he broke, we are not able to send American boys 9 or 10,000 miles 
away from home to do what Asian boys ought to do for themselves. Okay. Richard Nixon, 37 president. He broke, I have a secret plan to end the war. Gerald Ford, 38 president, promised that he broke with none because he didn't make any. So why is he on the list? He didn't break any promises because he didn't make any. Jimmy Carter, 39th president, promised he broke. We simply must balance our demand for energy with our rapidly shrinking resources. By acting now, we can control our future instead of letting the future control us. And if you want to read these things for yourself, if you go to, to cheatsheet.com and you search for it there. Let's see, Ronald Reagan, 40th president, promise he broke, to put God back into the classroom. And it, it's still true that God's not back into the classroom. George H.W. Bush, read my lips, no new taxes. I, everyone knows that one. Bill Clinton, 42nd president, promise he broke. The era of big government is over. Even he was somewhat conservative there because that was, would have been a conservative, conservative thing to do, to getting rid of big government. So, uh, let's see. George W. Bush, 43rd president, promise he broke. What we Republicans should stand for is growth in the economy. Barack Insane Obama, 44th president, promise he broke. As president, I will close Guantanamo Bay, reject military military commission acts, and adhere to the Geneva Convention. Our constitution and our uniform code of military justice provide a framework for dealing with the terrorists. And they forgot some a few more things like if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. So and finally, Donald J. Trump. 45th president of the United States, he broke one promise here, lock her up, and she needs to be locked up. So you can see the, compa the in comparison to his predecessor, lock her up, that wasn't realistic. I don't, I don't even think he made that promise. He, it was, he said it, let me, see, let me see if I can find that little sound bites real quick, because I don't think he, he actually made the... Um, I don't think he actually made the com made the comment. I think he was in a debate when he said it. Let's let's see if I can find this. When uh, Hillary was going on and on and on, then he 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 came up with that one line. That's because you'd be in jail. But he didn't say specifically he was gonna lock her up. So I don't think it's a promise promise broken. So uh, let me see. Uh, tells Hillary. She would be in jail. Let's see if, I can see if I can find that real quick. Okay, here we go. Let's cue this up. Hold on, you got that. Three, two, one. Donald Trump taking Hillary Clinton to task over her email scandal, attacking her honesty and her character in last night's debate. Now here to react, Fox News contributor. Okay, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted. Completely stupid thing. Let's try this again. You delete 33,000 emails, and then you acid wash them, or bleach them, as you would say, a very expensive process. 
So we're going to get a special prosecutor and we're going to look into it because you know what? People have been, their lives have been destroyed for doing one-fifth of what you've done. And it's a disgrace. And honestly, you ought to be ashamed of Secretary yourself. Secretary Clinton, I want to follow up on that. Yeah, I'm going to let you talk about it now. Because everything he just said is absolutely false, but I'm not oh, surprised. Really? In the first debate... And we in the really first the debate, audience needs to I calm told down people here. that it would be impossible to be fact-checking Donald all the time. I'd never get to talk about anything I want to do and how we're going to really uh, make lives better for people. So, once again, go to HillaryClinton.com. We have literally Trump. You can fact-check him, fact-check, fact-check him in real time. Last time at the first debate, we had millions of people uh, fact-checking, so I expect we'll have millions more fact-checking uh, because, you know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. See, so he didn't break the promise. He said he'd have people look into it, and they did, and then they, but it was rigged. And she got away with it, but so he kept the promise. So um, it's uh, that's how it goes. So anyway, I think that I just read in the history of all the presidents who've broken the most promises. Honestly, I think hands down, Barack and Saint Obama broke the most promises. I read all of them, and you you can't deny he broke pretty much damn near everything that he said he was going to do, except the one thing he did keep when he said he was going to fundamentally change America, he did by pouring in illegal aliens. On that note, I bid you adieu on this rainy Monday. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Let's go.